Oh, hey, I'm Brian Pitt, better known as Wappy, or Brian Pepperson. Now, I am most, without a doubt, the greatest player Manuka baseball has ever seen. Now, this is my friend, Brian Barnes. No, better known as Barnesy. Now, definitely, he's the second greatest player Manuka baseball has ever seen. Now, since I, of course, am the greatest baseball player Manuka has recognized, I've been chosen to, tell, to talk to you about... Wait, who says you're the best? Everyone knows that I'm the best. Sorry guys, looks like we're gonna have to settle this little dispute before I tell you the story. Uh, hey, let's take it to the field. Let's do it. Hi everybody, it's Harry Carey down here. Ready to announce this one. It looks like it's gonna be a good one. Here's the first contestant, Brad Barnes. Oh, he's clocking in here at about 35 miles an hour. Throws that one into the dirt. That one too. He throws like a girl. Oh, that's an insult to girls. He lets that one get by. I can't believe it. I've never seen anyone jump for a ball. That one's in high deep. But it's foul. It's got to be the longest strike I've ever seen. This kid's slow as molasses in the wintertime. Speaking of molasses, I really like it. I like to put it on my bread and my toes. He brings up a lot of dust there, but that's about it. He's got some really poor offense here. He throws that one straight up into the air. I can't believe it. He's worse than Alex Gonzalez. Here's our second contestant, Brian Penn. Oh, he's a stud. I've never seen anyone pitch so great. Oh, man. Did I mention he's wearing my favorite number? 15 has got to be the greatest. Oh, that one's hit high and deep. It's going. It's back there. It's gone. Brian Barnes is gonna need a cereal box to catch that one. He hit the stuffing out of it. Look, I can't believe it. Look at that. Oh man, if this, if this kid runs any faster, I think he's gonna lose his stuffing. I can't, I really like stuffing. I really, that's why I love Thanksgiving. I, oh man, he's fast. Look at him, oh, there he goes. He's gonna slide. No, he's somersault to the second base, and he's safe by now. Now look at this kid's offense. Defense. I knew it was defense. This kid's amazing. I've never seen anything quite like it. Oh, we're so lucky. I, I guess we get to have an interview with him after that. How does it feel to be the greatest player in Manuka baseball history? Oh, it feels awesome. It's got to be one of the greatest feelings ever. And where'd Barnsley go? I didn't see him. Oh, the, the, uh, the trainer took him back, back into the clubhouse because apparently he was so bad that uh, he... Pulled his hamstring or something, that's the latest that I've heard. Alright, I'm glad that's settled. Now on why I'm really here. See, I've been chosen because I won that I get I get to teach you guys a short history lesson. History! <laughs> no, no, this history lesson is awesome, and we know that it's true because it's from the greatest history book of all time, the Bible. See, there was this guy Elijah. He Where'd that come from? No, see, this guy Elijah, he was really small. Who said that? Alright, see, this guy Elijah, he was really small. Alright, now that's enough. That is enough. Alright, see, this guy Elijah, he, he really loved God. Ah, Alright, and you see, he knew that Jehovah God 
the God written about in the greatest history book ever, the Bible, was the one true God. See, but he had a problem. The king of his country, King Ahab, he was one of the most evil people ever, the Bible says. And, you know, he decided that he was going to have everyone in the whole country stop believing in the one true God and start believing in this guy named Baal. I mean, he, this, this Baal guy, he's totally fake. So this, you know, let's just head over to Summerland and let me tell you the rest of the story. Where were we? I can't remember. Where were we? Oh yeah, well of course. See, the deal with Elijah, this king had killed every single of the other prophets of God and replaced them with 450 prophets of this false god. Oh, there goes the hat! There goes the hat! Lost the hat, lost the hat! Our story goes on and apparently this King Ahab guy had gotten all the people of Israel really dizzy. I mean, sorry, he had gotten all the people of Israel to, uh, you know, follow this false god named Baal. Which is pretty stupid because as we know, there's only one God. And you know, there's only one way to live forever with him in heaven and this Baal guy, no, he's not working. He's not a cool dude, alright? So. Elijah didn't like this because he knew that, like us, like he knew that there was only one true God. See, Elijah challenged King Ahab and all these other loser prophets of Baal to the, probably the biggest contest ever known to man. Even bigger than the Olympics, bigger than the World Series. That's pretty big. Where's my hat? I know I lost it. tell you the most important part of this whole contest thing. See, Elijah and Ahab agreed that the rules of the contest were that wh whichever God lit the fire would be proclaimed the one true God of Israel. So, you know, once that was all decided, they said, let the games begin. Around me, your creation brings me to my knees in adoration. So these prophets of Baal, they were crazy. You know, when they got their bulls, sliced them up just like my steak that I got right here from Jewel. Yeah, it's not exactly the same thing, but it's, it's pretty close. So I'm just going to flop this on the fire here, and then and I'm going to show you what they did. Ooh, ooh. Started going crazy, you know. Started chanting. Fire, bear, fire, bear, fire, bear, fire, bear, fire, bear, fire. That didn't work, so they got a little louder. Bid, fed, bid, fed, bid, fed. That still didn't work, so 
you know, as loud as they got, it didn't work, so they just started doing dances. I know. Elijah, once he saw that after many, many hours that the Baal prophets couldn't get their firelight, he decided, or he asked, his, he asked the guys to get 12 stones, just like these ones down here, for each, each one for each of the tribes that decided not to follow God. Then he built, he got his wood in, the, in his altar, took his piece of meat, flopped down. And then he did something totally whack. Told the guys around him to go get a jug of water. Look at that. It's not a jug, but it's a bunch of water. And then what he did was he took the water and he dumped it on the stake and the altar. Like this. And he told him to do it again. Oh, hey, look at this. A jug of water. And he told him to do it again. 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 Then the altar was overflowing with water. Impossible for anything to possibly light it. Then Elijah began to pray. Dear Lord, please have all these people know that I am your servant and have done all these things in your favor. Please send down fire upon this bull so that all these people will know that you are the one true God. And so that they will know that I'm trying to help them turn their hearts back to you, Lord. Amen. And before he even opened his eyes, there was fire! And all the people were convinced that Elijah was right. They were convinced that the God of the Bible was the one true God, and that Baal was totally fake. So then all the people started chanting, the Lord is God, the Lord is God. Alright guys, you know, I really love this story. It comes to us straight from the book of 1 Kings in the Bible, so you already know that it's real. And just like I proved on the diamond with my friend Brian Barnes that I was the best baseball player in Manuka, Elijah, right here in 1 Kings, proved that, God is the, that our God is the only true God. You know, he proved that Baal is wrong. And just like we today can prove that Muhammad or Buddha or any other God you can possibly think of is wrong. And that the only God is our God, the one that you can find in pretty much any story in this book right here, the Holy Bible. When Dad got home, I told that story just like I'd rehearsed. Then stood there almost trembling All right, guys. waited no. for What's the word. Real! That's not what I meant, guys. I meant, what's the big deal? You know, now that you know the story about Elijah, since, you know, I told you everything from, you know, he proved King Ahab and the rest of the false Baal prophets wrong. That, you know, he proved that there's only one true God. But there's still people in the world today that believe that their God is the real God. They're... Buddhists and Muslims all over the world, everywhere, even in our own city, 
that believe that our God isn't the real the one true God. And obviously, from the story with Elijah, they're not the real God. So what do you, I mean, you have friends that don't believe that our God is the one true God. You have friends that believe wholly the opposite of what is supposed of what you're supposed to believe. So I mean, what are you guys gonna do? Are you guys just gonna sit back and let them believe the wrong thing? I don't think you should do that. I mean, this place is so great. I've had so much fun today, just running around playing all kinds of games. And I mean, there's like no easier way than to just invite some of your friends that don't believe in God to Summerland. Or just, you know, invite them to Adventureland when it starts back up in the fall. Or even do something as simple as this. ABCs, admit, believe, and choose. Just take five minutes to explain that. And then, you know, just try and answer any questions that your friends have about that as best as you can, even if you don't know the answer. You know, guys, I told you the story about Elijah from the Bible. And I've told you, you know, so much today. But now, I can't do much more. In fact, I can't do any more. I don't know your friends. I'm not, I don't go to your school. I mean, you guys might go to my school one day, but I won't be there. So I'm not gonna have an opportunity to tell your friends about God. You are all gonna be the ones that need to do that. I mean, and you know, it's so simple for you guys these days. When I was little, you know, it was really hard. You know, I invite my friends to church and they'd be like, oh, church is so boring. But now, I mean, look at this place. It's so awesome and so easy to just get your friends to come out. And, you know, if you can get them here, then they can live forever with you in heaven. It's just, it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. I gotta get back to fishing. Peace out. I woke up today, I strapped my shoes on.